Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Telling everybody everything. Episode 23, which is half of a year of episodes, I think, if you do it weekly. How many weeks in a year? 52. What's half of 52? There's no way of calculating that mentally, but it's around 23. Yes, I've had a terrible time this week. You know why. Cardi B has filed for divorce, and not for the first time, from her trifling, cheating husband, Offset. The definition of Offset? A consideration or amount that diminishes or balances the effect of an opposite one. The amount or distance by which something is out of line. You are appropriately named, sir. Cardi B is a tour de force. She outsells Offset, outperforms Offset, and he had the audacity to ask for her forgiveness the first time she had enough of his cheating. And by the way, this is not the first time he was cheating. It's just the first time she had publicly had enough of his cheating to the point that she broke up with him. (sighs) He apologized by offering her a bouquet of flowers or something in the middle of her show. These hijacks of women's moments for the purpose of proposal absolutely floor me. I've seen men propose in the middle of a woman's marathon. How's she supposed to get those seconds back? Men will propose to you during your wedding to someone else. Men will propose to you during your own fucking funeral if given half the chance. I just can't deal with the centering of themselves, especially for a cheating apology. I mean, this was not even the proposal. It was just really, really sorry for humiliating you in front of the world with my many, many instances of philandering and worldwide sex tape. Offset, you counteract the genius that is Cardi B. I am glad you're out of the picture. I really hope it stays this way. He has four children, four, three from previous relationships, and now Cardi B's daughter, Culture. And as the writer-creator of The Duchess, I just want to see this woman and her small girl move forward in life together and take no more disrespect, no more shit from another man. Cardi B isn't perfect. She said so herself. She asked the public to stay out of their first split because she wanted to reconcile Fine, we've all been there. And TikTok, exactly how much longer is it? 18 months. Once you decide to leave a man, it will take you 18 months exactly to actually do it. I have been there. I don't know why that's the magic number, but you think, oh, everything's fine. I can fix it. I can fix it. You're not fixing anything because it wasn't broken with you. 
There is an important theme in The Duchess that many people miss. There are a few themes that people miss, but without giving any spoilers, because if you really support me, you should have all seen it by now. You've had exactly a week. Shep makes no effort. Shep is happy. Shep is relaxed. He's a good father, but he doesn't have to make any actual sacrifices or take on any responsibilities in his role as Olive's father. He's just fun and he loves her. Well, why do you think Catherine is so resentful? Because women take on a lot of emotional labor, emotional responsibilities in most, not all relationships. And then we have to struggle with the reality of our biology and our fertility as we get older. We consider our children more when we're dating. Shep casually meets Cheryl in line for lamb chops at the butcher's. He doesn't have to think about childcare or bringing a woman into his daughter's life. He just does it like that. Boom, Olive, this is Cheryl, we're getting married. And what does he get in the end? Two babies at the same exact time. And all he had to do to get them was be sucked off relentlessly by Cheryl and go to Zimbabwe on a sexual honeymoon. And this is my point Many, not all men, can just coast through life enjoying all the fruits of women's labors, literally, and then they get exactly what they want. Of course, I mean exclusively in terms of family planning or managing the childcare in most relationships after a split. Men have other struggles. I'm not denying those, but I just mean in this area of life. And now Cardi B is tainted with the shame, even though she has nothing to be ashamed of, you can't help but feel it sometimes, the shame, the worldwide humiliation of having failed to fix someone else. Oh, your relationship is a failure, Cardi. And I wrote The Duchess for women like this. If someone that talented, that rich, that powerful, that outspoken is still tolerating treatment like this from someone who never deserved her in the first place, then we can be forgiven for doing the same thing. I just hope she turns the other cheek and she moves forward and she has an incredible life. Ugh, I hoped the same for Khloe Kardashian. And I don't know what's going on with Brampton's Tristan Thompson. I really hope they're not getting back together as well because men can be wonderful. Partnership can be amazing. You all know how I feel about Bobby Kay. He's brave. He's calm. He's wise. He's perfect. But at the end of the day, it is far better to be alone than diminish yourself for someone else. I feel very lucky to have you listening to Telling Everybody Everything. I love doing it, uh, partly in these times because I've done press for the Duchess. And once again today, I'm discussing the Duchess, but that will stop after today. It's just, you know, the time of year. Got to talk about the Duchess in September. It just came out Friday, last Friday. Sometimes when you speak to press, you worry that the journalist will, for no other reason than space and brevity include half of what you say or maybe the journalist will include all of what you say and the editor decides to make it shorter for the same reasons and there are a few subjects that I wanted to talk about more long form because like a doctor my first rule is to do no harm I noticed that there have been some reactions that are worth addressing about one specific scene in the Duchess the adoption scene Adoption, of course, has touched many families. My family through every generation has benefited from adoption. And I do mean both sides of adoption services. I have family members who work in adoption. I have family members who were adopted 
And I've recently met family members who were placed for adoption and they were raised by really loving families and now they've come back and contacted us and we get to know them and have a relationship with them today. So adoption, of course, is a wonderful thing. Last week, I was discussing a little bit about ironic exposition of a position. In the adoption scene, Catherine dresses up all fancy, tries to put on airs, this real big spectacle with Olive to present themselves as the perfect family. Because deep down, she knows that she has a bit of a strange life, an explosive personality. She might not be a great candidate for adoption. And this comes from some of my own daydreaming about how I would grow my family. I thought, oh, do you know what? If I applied, and by the way, it's very difficult and expensive in many cases to adopt, very complicated and long procedure as it should be. You want them to be thorough, of course. I thought, oh gosh, I don't think I would ever be a good candidate because of my job. My job as a stand-up comedian, and in many ways a filthy, described as filthy stand-up comedian, is that people make judgments about me as a mother because of my job. They say, well, how can you be a good mother? I get told all the time that I must be a bad mother because I'm a stand-up comedian. So I thought, oh, I'll be rejected. And it was that fear of rejection that prompted the idea for this scene because Catherine is an even worse person than I am in The Duchess. So she applies for adoption. The adoption agent is savvy. She has seen many families before. She knows something's not right. So she rejects Catherine and Catherine explodes because not only has she rejected Catherine, but she's insulted Olive as well. She said, you know, are you in regular communication with her teachers because she's had some behavioral issues at home? And Catherine is so protective of her daughter. She can't take any criticism of Olive. So she explodes and she feeds back just some of those terrible positions on adoption that we have heard over the years. Like, well, I don't want those babies anyway. They're no good. That is immediately undermined in the next scene. Catherine's in the headmaster's office hearing about all the terrible things that Olive and her friend Millie have been conspiring at school. Catherine is reacting because adoption has rejected her. Rightfully, adoption has rejected her. So she's not rejecting adoption. She's just having a tantrum. The second part of that scene that people are questioning is Catherine is mean to a black actor. Still in today's day and age and for a long time before now, women were excluded from spaces and from conversations in case a man, what, accidentally sexually assaults us or offends us. They weren't comfortable having women in their spaces. And so for that reason, instead of altering their behavior, we were just excluded I think that the alternative to Catherine shouting at a black adoption agent is to have an all-white cast. And surely that is a ridiculous idea because Catherine is unkind to everyone. I wrote the role of the adoption agent long before casting, and then the wonderful Catherine Willis casting brought us so many ethnicities for every role. Every role was listed open ethnicity. That goes for Shep, that goes for Olive, Evan. Every single role in The Duchess was open ethnicity casting. The most talented actor for the role available to play the adoption agent happened to be Black. She's a very incredible woman, Sutara Gale. She runs the Sutara Academy for Performing Arts. She is a playwright, a singer, an actor. We were very lucky to have her as part of the Duchess cast. 
Catherine yells at her, yes. But what was I supposed to do? Say, oh no, I'm sorry. She can't be seen to yell at a black woman. We have to hire a white actor. That to me is just not an option. We can't do that. I am prepared to look bad and hire the right person for the job. Also, the adoption agent remains calm, dignified, poised, and high status at all times. She does not do what, unfortunately, a lot of actors are asked to do is be sassy, be angry. I feel like that's wrong. I'm still learning, evolving all the time, of course. I won't always get it right, but I always have a go. And... I use my privilege, I think, in the best way that I know how I listen. I really don't believe in exclusion. I think we have to be careful about that. There are women at companies not getting invited to the golf games, not being let into the men's working clubs, the darts board, and the different whiskey rooms that they used to have, the cigar area. I don't really know what men do with their time, but we don't want to be excluded from those places in business and... I didn't want to exclude anyone from any role in The Duchess, and Catherine's mean to them all. I am a capitalist feminist. I like hiring women. I like women getting opportunities. I like women getting paid. And if it makes you uncomfortable when Catherine yells at the adoption agent, then it's great to have a conversation about why. But I cannot understand an alternative where Catherine never yells at anyone non-white, because that would mean an all-white cast. I just can't fathom it. Imagine saying, well, you are the best actor for the role, but I'm going to be mean to you in real life and deny you an opportunity because I don't want to be seen being mean to you in pretend life where we are actors. Should I maybe have rewritten the role a bit? I just don't know. I feel like I did my very best. And so that was my reasoning and rationale between behind that whole scene. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Telling everybody everything, Duchess Bonanza. 
Oh, by the way, I'm running a competition on my Instagram over the weekend. My Instagram is at Kathbum, where um, I would love to see pictures of you with tea from home. And that means, you know, an inside mug outside, a porcelain teacup, coffee mug, whatever you want. Send me a fab photo of you carrying that outside, enjoying what is left of the British summer. And you could win the original jumpsuit, boiler suit from the Duchess, the peach one that she makes the pottery in. The one we used is a size UK 10, but if you are not a size UK 10, then I will get you a similar one. I don't think they stock the peach, but I've seen it in lilac. I've seen some beautiful alternatives in your size. This is open to all genders, all countries, whatever. So just tag me in it, DM me if you don't wanna post it to your story. What You know, it helps me when you post to your story and you hashtag the Duchess and you spell it properly. Um, it helps me, but you know, you do what you want. I just want to give away the boiler suits, okay? Time for emails. Hi, Catherine. Just binge watched the first series of The Duchess. Spelled wrong, so I'm not going to read that email. Sorry. Catherine, I follow your Twitter and was pleased to see your acknowledgement of Wayne Lineker's desperate, vomit-worthy, wife-hunting Instagram post. There are a million things wrong and cringeworthy, and I just hoped for the pleasure of your listeners you could discuss or rant and take the piss on your podcast, please. How did I miss this, Lizzie? Yeah, I should have spoken about this already. Wayne Lineker, who I thought was Gary Lineker's dad, but I guess it's his brother now. He posted on Instagram that he's looking for a girlfriend. I really thought it was a joke. I still am hoping it's a joke. Here's the post. You must like older men, but only me. You have to be a worldie and above 30, but 28 or 29 could work. However, not my age, as that would just look weird. You must like travel and to fly business class and stay in incredible hotels. Be prepared to give up your career or job, or at least be able to work from a laptop on a tropical beach somewhere. You'll need to spend the summer in Ibiza and the winter in Dubai, with two weeks in the UK for Christmas. No baggage. Mine are all grown up. I mean, I, there's, it goes on and on. You have to accept and love my children and grandchildren. You're looking for a 29-year-old to be a grandmother to your, I uh, just, it is a joke, I'm sure, in that it's hilarious. But he's not joking, is he? Look at his last girlfriend. Wayne Lineker is not looking for a woman his own age. He is looking for a 29-year-old model who's prepared to give up her career. I mean, what? where's the joke? It's funny, but that doesn't mean he's joking. And <laughs> a lot of men feel this way, especially rich men. And I, for one, respect Wayne Lineker for coming right out and saying it. At least he's saying it. I retweeted a really funny lady. What is her name? Flora Anderson. She is on Twitter, Flora underscore Anderson. She posted a really funny video reply. Just hilarious. Women are so funny. I'm not going to take the piss out of him too much because he wouldn't even hear my words. I'm 37, so the pitch of my voice is just not tuned for his ears. Like if he was driving his Bentley and I was crossing at the zebra crossing i'd probably get run over he can't even see women my age i'm like a ghost next email Catherine. i got out of an emotionally abusive relationship in may it was my first relationship and did some damage i decided to download a dating app i wanted to test the waters to see if there was anyone interested in me i didn't expect it but i met the woman of my dreams We've been talking for two months. We FaceTimed once and watched a show together once. We were watching a show together Friday, her plan, 
and I want to push it forward, but I'm not sure how to during the pandemic in America. She's 24 and I'm 22. I'm working my way through grad school and she has already completed grad school. I'm a bit worried that she's in a different place in her life and won't want to be with me at the point I'm at, even if she thinks I'm amazing. I don't want to take it too fast and carry the baggage from my ex and hurt her in any way because she doesn't deserve that. How do I navigate this? Because I think she could be my perfect partner. My quickest advice, make sure you don't elevate this new partner. Put her on a pedestal because you just came out of an emotionally abusive relationship. You need to look after yourself first and foremost. You went on the dating app to see if anyone was interested in you. Uh, Maybe you had some very understandably low self-esteem after your bad relationship. Um, And I'm glad that you see lots of people will be interested in you. You think this person is perfect, but you know, it's tricky. You have to keep your expectations managed and don't presume that it's going to end badly. She's not at the same place in her life as you. You know, she's not brought this up as a barrier in your relationship. So keep talking. Take it slow and don't predict problems before they arise. I feel always like what you seek, you shall find. So if your head is pointed down in the direction of failure, then your body and future will follow and you'll tumble that way. Keep your head up and your future will go in the direction that you were looking. And I've been in bad relationships and good relationships. It's really important not to conflate them and take baggage from one into the other. You're right about that, but it's easier said than done because we are wholly our experiences. So just one step at a time. Always treat this person with respect, and I think you'll get it in return. Good luck. Another letter. I am a 38-year-old woman, Catherine, who's in a five-year relationship with a 54-year-old guy. Wayne Lineker? He has two children who are in their early 20s. I have no children, having been in relationships where the guys have not wanted kids. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Female infertility is a problem of male immaturity. This was said to me by a friend, and it just rings so true time and time again. So it hasn't really ever been an option for me. Um, Yes, it was, doll. It has always been an option for you. Please watch The Duchess at your earliest convenience. My current partner has had a vasectomy, and so I thought it was still not an option. Therefore, I never really have given having children much thought. However, every couple months, my current partner, usually after a few gins, asks if I want to have a baby. He feels I'd be a great mother and that I am missing out. He has even offered to have his vasectomy reversed so we can do this. Ouch. Uh, excuse me, a vasectomy reversal is not an ouch. Having children experiencing pregnancy loss, being a fertile woman, being a menopausal woman, um, that is ouch. I have said to him that conversations under the influence of alcohol aren't the way to discuss such a serious life choice. And that if he means it, he should bring it up when he is sober. You're right. He's being cruel and thoughtless at worst and just inconsiderate at best. I'm really confused about what I want. Since having children has never been an option, yes it was, I have kind of blocked it out, but what if I really do want them and I miss my window of opportunity? How can I figure this out? I feel I should only have them with someone who's totally into it and not just because they think I should have the experience. Should I give this some serious thought or do you think my partner is simply rambling after the gins? 
look, it is a debate. Children bringing new life into the world, what you owe them, what you don't, who should be an influence in their life. But your fertility is only an option for you. Honestly, it has already started to fall off the cliff is what doctors will say to you. Oh, sorry, I should turn my email off. That is not to say that I don't have friends in their mid to late 40s who are having babies naturally. It's not a closed door, but it's absolutely something that if there's even a glimmer, you have to address it. I'm sorry, that's biology. It requires your full attention. Ideally, yes, you will have support and help and be with a loving partner. We all know this. Ideally doesn't exist. And you really need to figure out, like, I'm so sorry, this year, right now, you have to figure out whether you want kids or not. You need to do it too sweet. And then once you are firm in your decision or as firm as you can get, you need to approach this partner and say, we are having children together or I am getting a sperm donor or we are breaking up. Because you don't have time to waffle on this. And besides, haven't you heard the good news? Wayne Lineker is looking for a new girlfriend right this minute. Do you like flying business class? Will you accept his grandchildren? Do you want to spend the winter in fucking Dubai? But oh wait, that is another man with his own grown children who wants to date a woman around his kid's age who's sterilized. Or just get this current 54-year-old partner and all his kids to chip the fuck in and pay to freeze your eggs. I've had enough. I never thought that I would be communicating this kind of information to 38-year-old women. It is ridiculous, but unfortunately, I'm not God. The other reality is, with most 54-year-old men, you will be doing most of the childcare. There are some very modern, very involved, hands-on men who are 54, but... Like, be honest with yourself. They're few and far between. Talk to his ex-wife. Why did they break up? These 20-year-old children, like, who did the lead child care of these kids when they were small? It is no one's decision but yours. And, you know, God willing, we have your husband for another 30, 40 years on the planet. I don't know. But this is a pressing issue in your life right now. You need to decide. Don't wait. Don't waffle. Go right now and have your AMH tested. That will give you an idea of sort of your ovarian reserve, how many eggs you have. They'll give you a scan. It's not that expensive to have that looked at. And I think at your age, your AMH wants to be about 10 to 12. And I really hope that it is. I'm sorry for all the doom and gloom. But ladies, I just don't think it's fair that A 54-year-old man who has had a vasectomy is so casually over a couple gin and tonics like, maybe I could have it reversed. Oh, how nice for you, sir. Next. Hi, Catherine. My partner and I were together for almost five years and living together for four. She pushed me away during the majority of lockdown. It probably started before, but it was very noticeable during lockdown. And she pushed me away but told me she still loved me, which always messed with my head. In the end, we decided neither of us was happy in the relationship and that we should break up. Less than two months later, she's moved on with a new girlfriend, which I found out about over social media. It seems they were friendly and working together before, but I'd never heard about her. I'm having a hard time moving on, knowing she's serious with someone else already. The breakup always seemed mutual to me, but what if she pushed me away during lockdown so she could move on guilt-free with someone else? 
My ex and I are still friendly, so I want to be happy for her, as honestly, she deserves happiness, but I believe she emotionally cheated on me in some way, and I'm having a hard time getting my head around everything. This is an absolute gem, one of my most useful pieces of advice. You can take this with you everywhere, and it's so helpful. I, Catherine Ryan, don't ask questions if I think the answer, A, does not matter, or B, is going to be a lie. Think in your life about how many questions that cuts out. No need to ask. You don't need to ask this question. The answer really doesn't matter and might be a lie. Don't ask the question. Move onward and upward. Thanks for your letter. Immediately, my attention is grabbed by this next letter. Is my boyfriend cheating on me? Yes. Now let's unpack it. <laughs> Catherine, my boyfriend and I got together in 2017. We were together for around two and a half years before we split for six to eight months. The breakup wasn't a bad one. We remained friends. However, we felt that we were drifting and thought some time apart would be good. We are now back together again. However, I have this nagging feeling that something isn't right. In the time we were not together, I know my boyfriend had a relationship, fling, whatever, with a girl, and they slept together on a number of occasions. He claims now they are completely just friends and I have nothing to worry about. However, there have been a few times when he has been out with friends and she has been there. He's lied to me and says she wasn't there or said he was with family when he's been around her or he's lied, said he was busy and sacked off our plans when he was with her. I told my best friend when I first found out about them and she followed this girl on Instagram. Only recently did the girl accept my friend's Instagram follow request and we have seen that she's posted a picture with my boyfriend a month ago of them holding hands and leaning on each other and looking very close. I didn't know they were with each other on this date as I'm pretty sure my boyfriend was supposed to meet up with me and he made an excuse as to why we couldn't meet. He also does not allow me to look at this girl's Instagram as he says I will just get hurt, but in the same breath says I have nothing to worry about. I love my boyfriend so much. Why? I feel like I'm completely myself around him. No, you've lost it. I don't know how I could be with someone else. Well, you could start by breaking up with this loser. My parents love him to bits. What? How? But I just don't trust him at all. What do I do? How do people not know what to do? How do you not know what to do? Your parents don't love him to bits. If they love him to bits, it's because you haven't told them the whole truth about the flagrant disrespect that you are experiencing in this relationship. I know what it's like to be gaslit. I know what it's like to love someone and to blame yourself for their treatment of you and their philandering. This does not say how old you are, but I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining you're young and I've been there. So yeah, I do get how you're in a bad situation. You just can't see the storm when you are in the eye of the tornado. None of this is on. None of this is appropriate. You're not allowed to follow this girl's Instagram. I mean, normally I do not advocate Instagram stalking. 
of an ex or something. You know, I think you leave the past in the past, but this is your current boyfriend and he's lying. You said he's lied. He has sacked off our plans to be with her. He's lied. That's a red card. I'm sorry. He's out. It doesn't matter what he's doing with her, what he's posting, whatever. You are not yourself around him. So now you're lying to me. This is not who you are. You're bouncing off the walls. You love him. Yeah, no, no. You think you love him. You are in a hostage situation and he's controlling you. When you lie to someone, you are manipulating their reaction to you and their response. It's completely not the behavior that I would encourage from my podcast listeners. It will hurt. It always hurts to be in a breakup. Maybe you guys should not have gotten back together in the first place, but this is done. You cannot accept any less than this because when my friends and family and everyone in my life were telling me to ditch the guy who was doing this same thing to me, it hurt for a while. And I felt like I could have done something better to make our relationship. Okay. And then as soon as I like kicked the habit and got on the other side of it, my life started to improve. My mother said, ditch this anchor of a man and watch your life improve. And my life has improved every day. This was several years ago, but my life has improved. Your life will improve. You will love again. The only thing worse than being with a man for two years is being with a man for two years and one day if he's wrong for you. Get out. Get out of this relationship now. You know what? Don't even tell him it's over. You don't, Do not even tell this man that you have broken up. Just never text him again. There's nothing you can say to him that he doesn't already know or he can't learn through silence. Block his number. Block him on Instagram. Never speak to this man again. He doesn't need to know what you know or know what you think. If you don't talk to him, he can never call you crazy. Just disappear. It's going to be hard for a while. You need to dry out with your best friend. Just take some time and never talk to this boy again. Is he cheating on you? Yes, in some way. He's lying to you and that should be enough. Gross. Do you see Cardi B? What is happening? Cardi, you need to not go back to Offset. Stay a single mom. Be the Duchess of Hip Hop. We need examples like you because this happens to so many of us. It happens to rich and famous, beautiful women. It happened to me. It's happening to the podcast listeners. No fucking more. Thank you so much for your letters. I have so many letters. I might have to just do a letters bonanza, but this was the Duchess bonanza. So um, thank you for writing me. I'm sorry that I don't get through more of your letters. It really is my favorite part of the show. You can email me telling everybody everything at gmail.com. Thank you for watching and sharing and talking about The Duchess on Netflix. I'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 